everyone and welcome to It's Complicated Podcast. Today I was wondering what was the best advice I've ever got in my life. Well, you know, there were a few for sure, but one of them, which turned out to be my favorite, came from my father. About a few months ago, he told me how fat I've got <laughs> and that I needed to lose weight if I still want to be. I can't even say it if I still want to be approachable and no joke these were his exact words right (laughs) I'm not kidding and as you probably can imagine I've got so mad because you know obviously it hurt a lot how could he ever tell such a thing to me and I actually got so angry at him that I told him that he needs to work out himself before judging me because he's also a little chubby right But while I was driving home afterwards, I kind of realized that I got so hurt because it was so freaking true. Otherwise, it wouldn't bother me, right? I mean, if I was a little cute, tiny Barbie girl, like with small waist and all, I would probably laugh and get over with it. But I didn't. I even had a huge reaction and a wave of emotions. So I started thinking if he was actually right. And as I said... Yes, he was right. I put a lot of weight on during COVID and I started emotional eating since I was so stressed out because of school, you know, working, whatever. And the sad thing was that I used to be a gym rat. I used to work out at least five days a week and I had, you know, I had a great body with abs and muscles and all, you know. So it was very frustrating to me I because I got hurt not only because, you know, I was a little chubby now, but also because I knew how I was back then and what I became now. So it was hard. But this harsh and bitter statement from my dad kind of pushed me, right? It kind of woke me up and made me realize that I indeed needed a change. So... Just a few weeks after, you know, our conversation (laughs) or let's say our fight, I went to the gym again. And now after months of working out every day, I've lost a lot of weight and feel great again. But um, in today's society, my father would probably get labeled as, you know, mean, as rude, (laughs) as someone who should get canceled. And I even get it. Maybe he could, you know, rephrase it better. But I doubt if it would have had the same influence on me. Because if you look around, you realize that we are living in a very soft-mannered society. We want to be politically correct. We want to be positive. We want to encourage people with pretty words. We want to avoid being offensive. And most importantly, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And we also don't let anybody to hurt ours. But does it even matter? Because when it comes to the truth, um, I think that all of us are actually aware that sometimes or even most of the times, the truth is not going to be pleasant. We know that. So of course we might get hurt, but why are our feelings that important to us? Because imagine if my father said, that, you know, I am beautiful no matter what, that I can gain weight and and still be beautiful and healthy. But wouldn't that be even worse? Because objectively, it would be a lie, right? Being overweight is not healthy. 
it brings many other diseases. And I dare to say that usually overweight people are not considered as objectively beautiful. I know it sounds harsh and I could get canceled <laughs> for it, but it is the truth, right? And this is exactly the topic that I want to discuss today because if we don't tell the truth, then we are basically telling a lie, right? So why do we lie and why do we prefer being lied to? Well, first of all, I don't think that everybody appreciates a sweet um, lie over a bitter truth. But as I said, in today's world, we see so many people who lie about themselves, who are deceiving themselves and even believe their own lies. But why is that? Well, I guess psychologically, most of people don't like to get uncomfortable. We usually don't want to do, um, you know, the hard task. We don't like running at 6 a.m. We don't like to um, clean our room. We don't like studying. We don't like, you know, too cold or too hot weather. And believe me, I'm with you. I don't like getting uncomfortable either. Probably no one does, right? And I believe that this is the first reason why most of people avoid to face the reality. If you're going, for example, through a breakup, we rarely admit that it is also our fault. We usually label the other person as evil, you know, asshole, a bitch, or just emotionally disconnected. And while all those things might be true, we refuse to look at our own flaws at the same time. Or let's say, you know, another example, we call ourselves beautiful, why we are putting weight on, we use <laughs> fancy and cute words such as curvy babe or thick queen <laughs> instead of, you know, just fat and overweight. Um, but what we are basically doing is avoiding any tiny confrontation with our true circumstance because, you know, it hurts and because it probably means that we need to work um, on ourselves, which is not an easy task and we and it will take away our comfort. And as I said, we don't like getting uncomfortable. So, you know, we assume that we cannot handle the situation. So why bother in the first place, right? And these excuses and these actually psychological excuses are fine for those who want to live as a fragile being. But if we truly want to live a better life, then we need to thicken up our skin. Then again, the nature of life isn't based on comfort and happiness. It's actually the whole opposite. In order to live a you know, fulfilled life, we need to get out of uh, our comfort zone and we need to suffer a little bit because there is no prize without any hustle, right? Nothing great has ever been built without working hard, right? And we know that. But why do I say that this is the nature of life? Well, you can see the same process with little toddlers or even babies for that matter, right? They have a curious nature and they want to try out new things. They make like 100 mistakes during the day, but they don't give up. They don't care because they are not scared of any consequences. Fact is that they don't even know the consequences, right? They don't know. Little babies who cannot walk yet, they fall so many times before they actually start walking. 
And falling, I can't imagine, is very extremely for them. It is very extremely uncomfortable for them. Uh, like imagine how little, how small they are. It, it surely hurts, right? And they even cry sometimes because it hurts. But do they just give up? Of course not. Like they, they still keep doing it. Now imagine if we tell them that they don't need to walk because they might fall. And if they fall, it will make them cry and they don't need walking because they're great the way they are. Right? Imagine that. What would that even mean? We would paralyze them with those words, right? And this is exactly what hiding the truth in order to protecting our feelings does to us. It paralyzes us. It makes us lazy and sensitive. And on a psychological level, it makes us weak. And being weak makes us anxious. Because deep down, we probably know that we are lying to ourselves, that we are deceiving ourselves about something. So we have a, you know, tiny voice in our head which is our unconsciousness and is talking the whole time we don't understand what he's saying but we try not to listen but we also cannot stop this voice so of course we get anxious right so as you can see telling the truth actually makes us better it makes us more conscious and we grow but why do i believe that we can heal through the truth well First of all, I guess that knowing the truth, even if it's hurtful, and it probably gonna be, will set, set us free from things or thoughts which are toxic and unnecessary in our life. For example, just a basic example, imagine someone with you know bad breath who is not aware uh, of it and imagine that everybody um, is avoiding him because he has bad breath. But since he doesn't know he starts creating reasons why people avoid him. He might think that he's not attractive or not likable or, you know, he might think that um, he's boring or shallow. But none of this is true. But since he doesn't know the truth, he starts freaking out. He asks himself, uh, you know, 100 questions and doesn't get one answer. But if only one person tells him that he has bad breath, then he's released from his other hundred thoughts, right? And besides, now that he knows why people are avoiding him, he actually can take control. He can get rid of his bad smell and connect with others again, right? And now this might be, as I said, a very silly and funny example, but you can project the same process on any other issue in your life. Maybe you are going through a divorce, maybe you are having a miscarriage, maybe you had a, you know, tough childhood. Whatever it is, it's important for you um, to set the facts straight. We need to know the truth of our circumstances so we can change them and if we change and if we learn and grow, then we can heal. But how do we actually um pursue the truth because sometimes we don't even um, know or we are not even aware um, that we are avoiding something how can we become more aware of our situation I believe that even if you don't know the truth about something we still 
have some symptoms which um, kind of warn us about something. For example, if you're impatient, if you're aggressive or anxious, um, then it is highly possible that we are suffering from something, right? Or, you know, other symptoms could be if we drink too much or if we smoke too much or even work out too much for that matter, partying too much, whatever, then we probably should know that there might be something wrong. I guess the best strategy would be asking uncomfortable, harsh and challenging questions. We need to ask ourselves, why are we doing what we are doing? Why am I crying? Why did I say something to my boyfriend? Why did I say something to my friend? Why am I angry? Why am I sad? Why am I, you know, drinking? Why am I smoking? And it is important that our answers are honest as if, you know, we are answering for someone else. And if it makes us uncomfortable, like those questions, then we are probably on the right way. And we should keep asking ourselves until we find the core of the problem. Sometimes it helps, uh, you know, to take therapy sessions in order to find the truth. But I believe that usually if you're honest and brave enough, you can find the answers by yourself. And I also believe that knowing the truth is a is a kind of, you know, bitter relief. But this is also only the first step. We need to know that because in order to get healed, we need to take actions. We need to make, um, you know, a plan about how do we take actions and what goals do we have. We need to understand our childhood, our past and our current behavior. And again, this might take time and this might hurt. It definitely will. But I truly believe that finding the truth about ourselves and the word is the only way to heal. So let's be honest and truthful to ourselves and to our loved ones because we want the best for us and also for them. Tell yourself the truth and encourage your family and friends to always tell you the truth. And I would like to wrap this episode with a quote from George Orwell, one of the greatest authors ever lived. I love him. And the quote goes like, however you deny the truth, the truth goes on existing. And with that being said, I wish you a beautiful day or night. Bye, guys. Bye.